Scream. Welcome to Let's All Scream. I'm Shahla Ali. And I'm Salah Break. And I'm Hassan Marashi. And thank you for joining us on our latest episode. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Uh, I have started leave this week um, for one week. So I am in bliss, even though it hasn't been uh, <laughs> can completely. You, can you explain to me what does leave in this pandemic look like? It looks like still being at home, not traveling anywhere, still answering emails. Basically, the only difference is I am not opening my laptop. <laughs> Actually, no, I even had to do that once. So um, it looks exactly, exactly the, same the same as look, working from home. <laughs> I wouldn't jinx. I, I wouldn't say that just so you don't jinx yourself just yet. Because last time he tried to take off also. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up one day in, he ended up um, getting a bunch of work emails. That and I then, had to, like it was a work emergency. I just had to. So um, you were dragged back into. He was, yeah. So I'm like, give yourself a few days. Make sure you've actually well adjusted into your leave <laughs> before you say, okay. But wait a minute. If he's going to wait in t- a few days until he adjusts, isn't that when you go back to work? Asale. <laughs> just just leave me alone okay i just need a few days off please um, what about you Saleh? uh doing well i think um i realized something um that uh, my aunt pointed out the the other day or during the weekend um she was basically uh commenting about how you know everyone's going back to um to back to normal back to their lives and then she i think like low-key called me out and she was just like because uh, I, I think I told her about something I was like oh do I go here do I not go here and then she basically looked at me and she was like well I mean you barely go out at, at all right now so you know your life's pretty boring at the moment and I'm just like <laughs> Ouch. You know, I'm, just, I'm just like what and then I, I, I realized I realized that I think I got so used to being indoors and creating a schedule indoors yeah. that I don't, um, that I, I, I forgot how to go out again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't remember I, the last time I caught up with a friend in a coffee shop or a restaurant or, um, or even went out to a mall. Um, uh, I literally visit you guys yeah. <laughs> and then on the occasion, you know, obviously I go to work. Um, uh, but other than that, it's literally just at home. At every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is, it's the same thing with us. And like literally, we've yeah. been just at home. I don't even think Hassan has gone. Oh, wait, we did go out last week. Yeah. We went out for a very exciting appointment. We said, did we say yeah, that last Yeah, we mentioned last, it we last mentioned time. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're still, we're still like in, in awe. awe. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're still uh, running off that, the rush of the high. The high. <laughs> yeah, um, but did, sorry to, uh, sorry to interrupt but you guys um uh, to our listeners you're probably hearing birds in the background uh for some reason every time we sit down to record all the light wildlife outside <laughs> our house decides to burst into song so i think they want to be participating that. also yeah, but um at the same time i think it's a nice ambiance it makes you feel like we're in a beautiful lush greenhouse <laughs> <laughs> sitting with birds flying over uh, overhead 
Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to address that so people don't think we're like playing bird songs <laughs> on the, the as a background. It's birds. It's actual it's, birds. It's roosters. It's ducks. You've got everything over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I got used to. Uh, I think I just got used to staying at home. Like staying at home has become my comfort zone, and I, I'm I'm not mad about it. Like I used. Uh, I know I used to be, but I am an outgoing person. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, I I found comfort in my own company, I think. And then I just, um, I think I'm going to enjoy it a little more. I never, I never managed to really get to enjoy my company because I've always been moving from work to, uh, to meeting with friends, to going out with friends, to, to, to doing more work. So yeah. I never really was like, oh, okay, I'm in my room or in the house. What do I do? But now I got to enjoy my own company, so I kind of like it. You like it, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Well, let's yeah. see when that will change. But for now, I'm I'm okay. okay. I, I just sat at home the whole weekend. <laughs> with um with me, I've actually just been also similar to you guys. I've just been at home and um and just been to be honest. I start my day um now every day the same. And even Hassan yesterday asked me, he's like, "Are you still doing your yoga?" And I'm like, yeah, I still do it. Um, so that's how I've been starting my day. Yeah. And I have noticed um, that the days that I don't, I feel like all over the place. I feel like there's no structure. Um, and another thing I've also noticed, and this is going to be the subject for today, is um, faith. And um, I've noticed that, for example, with I, I've spoken before about my anxiety. And um, one way I've really found that I can calm myself is through prayer. And I noticed that the days that I don't uh, pray on time or if I missed it and I'm like rushing quickly, especially if like the baby is like and just not in the mood or just, you know, cranky sometimes, it, um, it creeps up again. And then I, I don't know why. And I'm like, why am I feeling this anxiety coming back? And then lo and behold, I'll sit there and reflect um, at the end of the day and I'll notice that, hey, my prayer wasn't the quality I wanted or it wasn't on time or something like that. Yeah. And so I've, um, and that's where I, I wanted to bring up and open up this subject and see what you guys do with, with faith and with, um, uh, when the you journey. have trouble, yeah, when yeah. you have trouble connecting. When it comes to faith, uh, I think that with every person, it's like Hassan would just mention, it's every, it's a journey. It's never um, something that you are, I would say, content with on, from the get-go. Yeah. And it's not, it's not constant. It changes. I'm not ashamed to say that my journey with faith has been something that um, I've come and I've, I've come and went back on um, with faith. I think the journey for me personally was it's a, it, it was a two-way street. I would drift away from it and then okay. I would go and I would go towards it. And it uh, differed across um, moments in my life. If I were to kind of analyze my own journey from growing up, right. yeah. I grew up in a household that was, I would consider liberal to a certain degree. There was uh, conservative values, but then there was also, you know, we were quite liberal in the sense of um, I, I wasn't forced to you know, um, think a certain way. Yeah. I was more taught to explore in the sense of if you have questions, ask. Uh, but that was in my household, personal oh, okay. household. So uh, for me, 
something that uh, my mom realized when I was really young was, I think even before I was a teenager, when I was really young, I kept on telling my mom, um, you know, so how do we, you know, um, what does prayer have to do with faith? What is our connection to God? Um, why are other people praying in different ways? Yeah, and this right. is me as a kid. I always had this fascination with when it comes to faith because I felt like it was a connection beyond who you are, beyond your right. your your you know your your physical being. Um, and I always had this, and we always had people from multi faiths as family friends. So it was always something that I was always fascinated by. And then. Um, growing up, of course, I had, you know, you. I think we all have relatives, specifically from this part of the world, where they are on the complete other spectrum of, uh, uh, complete other spectrum of, um, of faith, in the sense that it's more shoved down your throat. Yeah, everyone has their own different approach. <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah. aunt or uncle or, you know, distant relative. Oh, totally. I can totally you relate. <laughs> um, and now I, uh, going, you know, just to put everyone... Um, in perspective, I grew up in a household where, you know, we're all boys. So mm. we, um, it's me and my brother, my brothers, uh, and then obviously my mom, my dad. And so I didn't see it from a, a faith, from a female perspective, which mm. uh, maybe Shahla, you can shed some light on during this topic. So I'm going to speak from a male perspective. So we were always kind of, you know, yes, told, you know, the, the 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 you know and taught in school and taught in the household what is need what is the principles of our faith what we should do the prayer you know five times yeah. Friday prayer etc values of uh, of our faith um, and that we need to strengthen that faith and that connection but the thing is I felt like whilst growing up um, I felt like if ever I had to question something, because I tried to question people that weren't my parents. What I mean by that is I went to like, you know, my closer relatives and I asked them just general questions. And I, one question I, re I remember asking, which like I think scarred me, was um, how do we know we're the right faith? Because there are so many others. And, you know, yeah. as a young, I think I was like 10 or 9 at the time. I think we've all asked yeah. that question, even yeah. I have. And I was, the response I got was, uh, in faith, we never ask, we just do. And that set me, like, I think that specific answer set me into this whole, like, stubborn journey of, no, I'm going to find out, like, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to ask, we're supposed to, because how can you believe in something if you don't understand it? And that's what yeah. I feel like faith is. Um, and so it was, and I will discuss this more, but for me, it was very much a back and forth journey yeah. whereby um, I've gone stages where I wasn't praying and I wasn't, yeah. you know, I was still following the same values as in like fasting yeah. and, and uh, you know, other things. But it, when it came to the prayer, it was throughout my life something where I would have a phase where I would do it and then I would have a phase where I would stop and there were reasons behind that yeah. which we can discuss um, but at the moment where I am right now alhamdulillah like I do feel uh, my connection with my faith is very strong at the moment and I am uh, practicing and, and 
uh, and uh, committing to my prayers daily. And so I'm in a much better place right now. But mm. whatever I had issues with faith was more of a mental struggle than the struggle with faith itself. Yeah. So that's kind of like an insight. But we can definitely go into it deeper as the episode goes along. Yeah, and I, something I wanted to touch upon. So uh, obviously um, wh- what you're talking about, Saleh, uh, by faith, you mean uh, it's particularly for you tied to uh, your religion, which is Islam, Yeah. Um, as is the case for, for both <laughs> of us. But I mean faith in general, if you talk about it, ju- not just from a religious uh, aspect, but also in terms of, you know, just... Um, spirituality and faith in um things uh working out or things um or just believing in a higher power of some sort yeah i think we all struggle uh with that and uh and you know our faith wavers from time to time there's a couple of things i want to get into but just to touch upon what you said about faith being shoved down your throat um particularly in, in the form of religion so I've I've had that uh, growing up. Um, so the the way it worked with my family was we I grew up in a very religious household, mm. um, you know, to the point where there was so many things um, forbidden that as I grew older, I would look for those things outside of the house. Yeah, and I'd be you'd, they'd be like that much more intriguing to me. Yeah, and they weren't very you know normalized. Yeah, so I would look for. Um, Things that were not allowed in my house. It's, it's like with, you know, candy, let's say. Yeah. If you don't allow your ch- kids to have candy at home, yeah. Yeah. as soon as they go to a birthday party or a friend's house, They're what's the first thing they want? They want candy. Yeah. So it's, it was similar uh, with me. And I think that's the thing. It's like, and but then when I speak to you, Shahlan, when I hear about how you grew up, mm. I think your f- parents had a very, like, different approach to, uh, to uh, religion and to faith. It was more coming from a place of we need you to understand that yeah. this is you know why this is the way it yeah. is yeah so know? that with my parents um especially my father he would actually even when it came to the hijab and when it came to prayer fasting he would sit down and explain to us why we do what we do or why we have um prayer five times a day why we have um you know, fasting during Ramadan. And he would explain it uh, to me in depth or try to relate uh, and bring it in a way that we can relate from a different, like as children. Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, with my parents, it was, it was nice because, like, for example, um, I'll say with the hijab, he would tell us, like, okay, we do, you wear the hijab for this reason and this reason. But at the end of the day, I can't force you to do that. Mm. But you have to know that this is your responsibility and you're, you're the ones that if you're going to take that step, then you have to deal with yeah. the uh, consequences that come with it. Yeah. Um, and that came with everything, not just with religion and faith, but that's the way that he or both my parents um, raised, raised me. And mashallah, your household is all girls. Yeah. So like your dad, you know, to think in that way, was yeah. re- it's really nice. Yeah, and I think that's a really nice... Uh, nice way of of doing it like with me um so my parents in their er, uh, early on in their marriage uh, and when they had my so i'm the youngest of of three i have two older sisters as you guys know um by the time i was so in the start of their marriage they were not um particularly my mom was not like super religious but then by the time i was born they had gone through um some difficulties that uh, especially with my mom 
gave her this like spiritual awakening, I mm-hmm. would say. That's the only way I can describe it. And she like dove head first into her faith and like really found peace and understanding and uh, a lot of knowledge uh, that that she gained from it. Yeah, enlightenment. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she was like, so when I was growing up, she was in this um, period of her life where she feels she's gained all this knowledge and she just wanted to share it. And she wanted, uh, she was so keen for us to understand that, uh, look, this is like so amazing and this is so wonderful. And But we just couldn't see it that way because like we said, faith is a journey. And as much as you are in a particular phase in your life or uh, you're at a particular point in that journey, you can't, you can encourage others to come along with you, but you can't force people. You can't pull, mm. you know what I mean? It's like, it's very individualistic. It's something that's um, specific to each individual person. You can't like, um, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah. It's just not. And so I think that's for me where the where the struggle was. And now growing up, I'm finding myself relearning a lot of the stuff that my mom probably taught me uh, growing up. But I just like it was kind of in one ear, one of, uh, out the other. I was just like rejecting it in a lot of ways, not fully. Like there's still a lot of stuff that I took in and I uh, still um, incorporate in my day to day life. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm finding. Oh, what you know, what's like. Uh, if we just talk about religion, oh, what does my religion say about this particular issue? And I'd like go search it. And uh, I remember, oh yeah, my mom actually taught me this or, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, it just, I couldn't see it. So that's what I mean. I'm at a different place in my life now than I was when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. I think that exactly what you said was, it emphasizes what we've been saying. It's a journey. Like at that point in time, whilst you were growing up, probably you weren't ready to receive that information. You weren't on that, the same wavelength uh, as where your mom was. Your mom had a specific journey at, in her point in life. And all she was trying to do was share, which is something that's no, no, uh, you know, it's it's nothing that um, it came up from a negative place. No, it was all out of love. Out of love. Uh, And, and in my household, it was mainly, you know, my father was um, um, primarily, uh, you know, traveling yeah. uh, a lot uh, when I was growing up because of business. And so um, I remember one thing that also affected me whilst growing up was, um, so in the UAE, um, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what my knowledge is, in the UAE, whilst I was growing up, uh, f- so Friday prayer, uh, the imam, um, of the mosque would draft, you know, their, uh, their, their, uh, you know, what they were going to say during, right before the Friday prayer. Yeah. Um, what, and that, that was unique to each mosque. So each imam had the freedom to, uh, preach what they were going to mm. preach that day or the lesson of the day or, or the week, more yeah. like it. Um, and so whilst growing up, who was taking me to the mosque for Friday prayers was my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so, and with my cousins, my first cousins from my dad's side. And so we would all go. One thing that I felt affected me in a negative way was that I was hearing a lot of, um, kilmet adab, which, uh, basically is, you know, like punishment. punishment and, right. uh, and when you're in a place of worship, that's supposed to be so, I, by the way, for me, the feeling I get when entering a mosque is so beautiful. Mm. It's just, it's like you feel like this cold air coming on. Like, just a cool feeling. It's just a cold feeling. And it's like you feel so, 
you feel like you're invincible in a, yeah. in a way, like nothing can touch you because it's so peaceful and you're all there for the same purpose. So it's beautiful. Yeah. So imagine as a kid walking into, you know, a place of worship and then all of a sudden you have, you know, this figure who is technically, you know, the, 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 the tech you would, I mean, would be the most educated or yeah. responsible in the, you know, the, the preacher of the, the, the mosque would be the one that would uh, show, showcase the lessons to you. And when all you hear is the word adab or punishment, it puts you off in the sense that you just feel that, okay, so I'm here. I'm trying to be a good person. And all, uh, I'm, and all I'm hearing is how I'm going to be punished. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so that actually set off a chain of events for me. I still mm. went, but then that put me off going. So there was a very long period of my life where I stopped going. Yeah. Ever since then, the UAE yeah. has changed its laws. It's now um, they're all mm. unified. And so nowadays, um, across the places of worship in the UAE, um, there is a more, um, I think, accountability and uh, more attention being drawn towards yeah. what is being preached because we live in such a different world to where we were yeah. when we were growing yeah. up and that um, there is a sense of kind of understanding now. So uh, when we go, it's that we, we, again, we are taught lessons, but I feel now, and um, I mean, now I, I, you approach. can see that I am back. <laughs> yeah. So I do obviously go to, uh, I, I actually go to attend the Friday prayers. Um, I feel there's, I just I'm there listening to the imam and all I can yeah. think is where was this guy when I was growing up yeah. you know yeah. like I feel like the conversation yeah, is completely different definitely and so and that I, can affect you of course and I think like so much research shows and you know just experience shows that fear-based education or fear-based anything really is doesn't work yeah. and it's like fear-based faith is very is like a, such a shallow form of faith yeah. it means you're just like you know, it's um, like, if, yeah. imagine if you go and tell a kid, like, if you don't do this, You're this gonna, will happen. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I feel like faith is something that you should go towards with love, not yeah. go towards with fear in your hearts, because then that is what, so that's, I would say, at the core of my journey, yeah. it was why I took so long to get to this good place was because I was always I was upset that I was being taught to fear mm. my faith. It's and then I realized, and I changed that on my own mm. and uh, that, that, uh, that script. And now I'm going towards loving my faith. See, that's where I wanted to, um, that's where my story I think fits in right here is mm -hmm. the fear idea. Um, now, as I said, my parents, um, there was of course fear, but it wasn't very harsh. Like it was just, you know, of course, there you have to. There's a you have to be accountable for what your actions yeah, are. Awareness of consequences. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I did have relatives like you said, Saleh, um, that were more of the harsh and pushing it uh, towards you kind of um, approach. And so I am more of an empathetic um, kind of a person, and really, fear does not work uh, work on me. Like it's. I think it's my worst enemy. Yeah. Um, but that was the way that I had uh, relatives constantly, like at sleepovers, at gatherings, anything I would do, I remember I would get, oh, if you don't do this right, you're going to get consequences. Oh, you're going to be punished. I don't know what. Yeah. And that stuck with me, even yeah. though my parents didn't. And which shows you how much outside influence can really affect your um your thoughts and your your upbringing and all that faith is one of the one of the most 
the purest core of everyone's like Hassan said, whether it's religiously, whether it's spiritually, but it's such an important core to who we are as human yeah. beings that as kids, imagine being a sponge and, ex- and and listening to that kind of energy. It, sh- it shakes you up. Exactly. I'm a 32-year-old no. and it shook me for my first 30 years of life. <laughs> and what, like, as the more I think about this subject, because this is really something that I've been working on in the past, I would say, three to four weeks, where... I remember, especially there's like several individuals that I remember, and they would even say it wasn't just only faith-based. They mm-hmm. Anything, their approach is, for example, if you don't help your mom, she's going to get sick, and then something's going to happen to her, and you're going to regret it the entire... Yeah, oh it, gets, it gets very dark very quickly. Yeah. And so looking back at it, I'm like, okay, that is really not the way to raise children. Yeah. And... That stuck with me um, till now. So for the past few years, I did struggle with prayer. Like you said, Saleh, I, I still fast. I still, um, you know, follow the other pillars of uh, Islam. But prayer is something I really struggled with. And I, I found myself like, oh, if I didn't pray yesterday, what's the point of praying today, for example? Or if I missed one prayer, what's the point? Because I'm already going to be punished for that prayer. So God knows I'm just going to. You know, be punished for all the... I should just... Yeah. Uh, what's You know, there's yeah. there was... It was fear-based. Now, as I've said, is I'm seeking um, also therapy. And I've been talking to a professional about, all, like, this whole journey that I'm going on. And um, one thing that she told me was... And it's very smart. It's um, Faith is... Faith, so there's three different types of faith uh, approaches. One is... Like we've said, another one is um, bargaining. So um, you'll you'll say, oh, I'll pray if you, I don't know, um, help me pass a test, you know, or something like that, yeah. or let me, you know. And then the third is I'm guilty of that in planes. I think we all are. <laughs> it's like it's like please, please to make me land safely. I promise. <laughs> I think we all are. Like I've gone through all three of these. Yeah. Um, these uh, different kind of approaches, and the third one being um, just complete um, gratitude. So you pray to thank um, Allah for the food that he puts on your plate, the the roof over your head, the simple things in your everyday life. So when she brought that to my um, to to my attention, I actually started saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to pray to thank Allah, for example, um, for the simple things. I'll yeah. find one thing to thank um, Allah for. And that or for every prayer I'll find something and that alone has really changed my approach into praying and I don't just think oh I forgot one prayer what's the point of praying the the second one you know what I mean um and that's really helped I think you know something that comes out of like the fear-based approach one thing I noticed um just by observing people around me is I sometimes I notice when it's um you know forced as in uh, yalla, 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 come on, come on, yalla, it's time to pray, go, 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 pray, pray. When I look at someone that's been kind of, again, um, I, I, I'd still call it fear-based because it's it's like they're afraid of time. Um, and yeah. so I, I, I mon- when I observe, I observe that that person, whoever is praying, um, he or she is not in the prayer. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. a task They're list. not present. They're exactly. not present. Which is, by the way, if you think about it, the complete opposite. You might as well not be, if that makes sense. Exactly. Because yeah. you're not there um, taking it in or the whole point of prayer is being connecting so if you're disconnected yeah then there's no yeah. point in doing it which again i think is i'm guilty of this because again whilst growing up this is what i sometimes when i would go over to different people's houses or something this is what i was being um told, told. yeah and so that's what i found myself doing um but now um so f- when it comes to me and why i f- why i had a journey with my faith is um there were a lot of things you know um, i was never afraid of uh questioning faith um and everyone knows this about me my family and my friends um but i was one of those people and i think people will relate when something happens to you like a drastic um uh you know unfair life is unfair moment yeah um uh, and I was, and anytime I would voice this, I would always get like, like blasphemous looks yeah. of how can you do, how can you say that? say that? But I would be upset yeah. at life and I would be upset at faith because I, you know, I would tell myself, but I'm a, I'm a good person. Yeah. And why I'm am a, I being, yeah, why am I? And I am connected or yeah. at, at least I thought I was, I am connected with my face. So why am I being punished? Yeah. You know, and these are not, not just being punished myself, but I would see other things happening, like an awful thing happening yeah. to someone else exactly. who is a good person. And stuff. Yeah. so that's where for me, it was just to kind of p- put it into a, into yeah. a neat, neatly done basket. I was deferring my prayers. Yeah. Um, not just not out of fear like you had said Shahla. Mm. for me it was out of anger mm. because I felt like um, like if that like, good person yeah or, or I was like well life is unfair so what you know if 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 uh, if life is unfair and if um, uh, if I'm connected with my faith if someone else is connected with their yeah. with their faith and and life is still unfair to me or to them then I'm thinking so what's, then what's the point yeah. you might as well just not do it and so that anger stayed with me throughout my teenage years so yeah. I kept on like I kept on drifting out and in but the nicest thing that you said which mm. is that third form of faith yeah. which is the gratitude one that happened to me over a year ago mm. and uh there was just you know some uh, some major life changes yeah. and I was just grateful and the first thing I thought about when was that moment happened was I need to pray mm. yeah. and ever since that moment up until today alhamdulillah yeah. I haven't skipped one Yeah, uh, I've gone back to my Friday prayers as well um, can't wait to go back once this once <laughs> yeah. we're allowed um, but but I am do I think this is a forever thing mm. I don't know I always think that when your journey it's understood by faith that as individuals of you know where we're human beings at the end of the day we are not yeah. all knowledgeable all knowing and so i think as human beings we're gonna drift you can't say no. this is gonna be your journey forever and but the thing is yeah. it's learning how to come back to faith that's the enlightenment that you get yeah. see i believe that i believe that life is or sorry faith is a journey you can't just you're not gonna be just having one stable line because that I feel like that's unrealistic. Then you're, there's no growth. Um, I do f- believe that you have to go through ups and downs, just like in everything in life, to 
um, understand, to appreciate, and to even grow your your strength and your, your faith more. There are faiths out there, by the way, that do require you mm. to go out into the world to make your mistakes yeah. and then choose whether you want to come back or not. Or not. And it exactly goes with what exactly you're saying. It's that a whole idea of, yes, of course, drift away, do everything against what that faith would believe mm. in, and then see, do you want to come back or not? Yeah. And if you choose not to, then it's then it's your conscious. Yeah. If you choose to come back, it's your conscious. But I think that is something that we do more, like that particular faith that I know, it's just a one-time thing. Yeah. But I think that it's a journey, like you said. See, I don't think that we should purposely say, okay, I'm going to purposely <laughs> drift and go do the no, things Shahla, that I'm not you supposed can. to do. <laughs> just book a flight to Vegas <laughs> and just go crazy. <laughs> but, um, but it is something that, subconsciously we are going to drift and then get closer and even things with small things such as um the quran we've spoken before about how during ramadan for example we weren't able to complete and then you feel like it's a failure kind of thing even that alone i i i used to not pick up the quran because i would say i can't finish it or i would feel like it's such a big thing and then something someone said to me recently was even if you read i think it was you saw that even if you read one sentence a day and just really connect with that one sentence that alone is a better than not opening it and picking it up um so yeah i really feel like again it's a journey and and i feel like something that what you said is if if you um, I, I can't speak as a parent and you guys mm. can speak perhaps because I want to ask also the question to you guys about how you envision, you know, raising your child in, in terms of faith. Yeah. But but uh, but something that I want people to to keep in mind is um, to turn anything uh, what if you feel like something is going to be coming out um, negatively to just turn that into a positive. What do I mean? Um, instead of going to someone and being like, my God, uh, you know, oh, um, have you read this? Or have you read your chapter today? Have you done your prayer today? Whatever. Appreciate the things that they're doing. Mm. So, you know, um, you know, praise them for the small small things that they're doing to in their faith rather than pinpointing the things that they don't do. Because like you said, you know, when you said, oh, I didn't want to, or I would avoid reading just because I thought, oh, I can't finish it. If you pinpoint on someone's negatives towards their faith, it will start creating insecurities within themselves Mm. where they're like, well, if I'm still being good, but I'm being told I'm not as good, then why should I bother? Of course. So positive reinforcement works very much better than uh, what what you guys think. Yeah, and I think what you said, Saleh, earlier was, uh, you know, um, a- when you asked the question as a child, how do we know we are the right faith? Again, like I said, there's many f- different forms of faith. I know a lot of people who are not necessarily religious, but they have faith. They believe in a higher power of some sort. One thing that my mom used to always tell me is, um, you know, all religions tell you to do something good. No religion points you uh, towards bad. No religion will tell you to do something bad. So in my view, when it comes to which faith is the right faith, there is no answer, really. Um, It's all a matter of what you believe in and what um, aligns with your um, values and your beliefs. But at the end of the day, it's all different paths leading to the same destination. Um, And and I even remember this in um, some cartoon when I was a kid or a movie 
um, from about uh, you know the Prophet Muhammad, mm. and he went to visit uh, the king of a Christian um, uh, city. Uh, I think Malik al Habasha in Arabic. I, I don't know what it is in English. And uh, when he met with him, uh, they he said. Uh, and please, my knowledge of Islamic history is really bad, so don't, uh, so don't judge me. Um, and if you do judge me, then listen to our previous episode, which we talked about judgment. But uh, but no. So what it, what the king says to the prophet is, you know, our religions, Christianity and Islam, uh, are like two rays of light, uh, separate but coming from the same source. Yeah. Which I thought was so beautiful, and that can apply to all religions essentially um and it's that that's what i really believe and that's what i want to um instill in my in our daughter i don't want her to feel that you are above or below any other uh person solely based on their religion uh, or their faith um at the end of the day we're all human uh we all strive for the same things we all want to be happy we all want to be healthy we all want to care for our families uh, and success and all of that yeah. and so as much uh, there's more that unites us than separates us and mm-hmm. not to go in, into this whole like thing of like being holier than thou but mm-hmm. it's true yeah um, and and that's why I really uh, want to instill that in in her and, and even have an open dialogue with yeah her. exactly yeah. and I don't want to her to ever feel that she can't come to us about any quarrel or any um, what's uh, like a cri- if she has a crisis of faith? I don't want her to ever feel that she can't yeah. come to us and that's, ask us. That's one thing I really want to push and and make sure that she feels comfortable. Again, I want like when I look at the way I want to raise her or the way I want her upbringing to be like, I want it to be that way that she can feel comfortable to come to her own home and feel that she can be who she is and can come to us with whether it's a problem of faith or anything else, um, just to be able to come and say, look, I have an issue and I don't know how to solve it. Um, Because that I feel like alone can really help um, a child and, and their upbringing and to know that that they are safe and they have people that can are willing to listen yeah and without no judgment and and no uh, animosity towards it and yeah i think that's uh, that's very important like you have to i think with children i think with children or with anyone really just to have an open dialogue and to know that even if we disagree you're not going to be shunned you're not going to be ostracized you're Mm -hmm. not going to be judged uh, even if your idea of uh, practicing your faith is different than mine, it doesn't mean you're bad or I'm good or the other way around. You know, we're all different. And we see that, you know, within Islam, there's different sects of the religion, just like in Christianity and just like in other religions. Mm. Doesn't, But you find people judge those, even within their own religion, so much harsher than they would someone from an, a different religion. You know, they say... Oh, you're from this sect means you're in, uh, like you're wrong, or you know what I mean. And I think that's such a horrific way of going about uh, life because you create divide amongst your own community. I feel like sometimes it even happens within within sects. So I've seen it before where yeah. it's just like they sit there and oh, you're doing this wrong and you're doing that, and they're harsher to those people of similar you know what i always feel like when people are uh, have that mentality i think mm. i think about it and i always say 
aren't you supposed to be spending your time connecting rather like exactly. aren't you yeah. supposed to actually and my mom put this we should be spending our time more about uniting than dividing, than dividing and unfortunately yeah. that is what um has happened and yeah. believe it or not that is one of the main reasons now and i saw one of these articles online uh, one one of the main reasons now that the newer generations are becoming less connected to their faith because they see it as a form of division, which unfortunately defies the purpose. So hopefully more parents uh, think like the two of you (laughs) and have an open dialogue. And it's not to say that we didn't have parents that didn't do that. We did. It's just different generations learn about different things and we're more aware of these things than the one was And there's different approaches like... um, Sometimes I talk to my mom about the way she brought me up versus even my sister, yeah. let alone like the oh, rest yeah. of my sisters. Oh, yeah. There's a different approach even to generations yeah, within like, the same family. Exactly. So, And even if um, if parents don't think this way, I think e- those who are listening, if you f- have people in your family or in your circle uh, that think in a way that's, you know, very antiquated, very backwards, very close-minded... I would have the courage to speak up and to challenge those ideas. I used to go through so uh, the countless family gatherings where I would hear like just garbage being <laughs> being uh, said and like just like conversations that just were wrong and they just didn't make sense or so they were so close-minded and I found as I've gotten older I found uh, my voice even though I may not be the most religious person I don't know everything. But just based on, you know, you don't need to be religious to know normal or like uh, basic values and basic ideas of unity versus division. Mm. So really try to challenge those people and to speak up and to say, I'm not saying start an argument, but, you know, if someone says, oh, you know, this religion is is bad or this uh, these kind of people are bad or uh, this thing is wrong. Yeah. Challenge them and say, oh, but. But why? Like, how yeah. do we know that? Exactly. They, they're practicing what they think is right, just like we do. Instead of creating this divide, why don't we look for the com- the yeah. things that we have in common with them? Yeah, and I would say exactly like Hassan says, is have the courage to open up the discussion and maybe you'll learn a side uh, and the way, that, like the train of thought that, that has led them to that that um, opinion and um, and thought, um, and then they can see your way. And again, this can bring us up and bring us a lot closer, um, just by having a simple civil discussion. Yeah, and even if they don't, even if they don't, they're not you know yeah. willing to uh, see your sides of things. At least you brought it up. At least you open the conversation. And the more that people uh, are encouraged to open that dialogue, the more we will have. A, an open society. Yeah. I think for a final note um, to kind of wrap up the episode from my end, I just feel, um, you know, like you said, having an open dialogue, bringing up questions, uh, raising awareness for me, bring brought me closer to my faith and gave me such a solid um, uh, core to the way that I practice many things in my life and even the way I manage my own life. So I always say, do ask questions, do do your research, do um, seek guidance, and um, do take your time. This yeah. is not this is not a race. Uh, you're no. going to be coming in and out like 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 I have been, and you will eventually perhaps find yourself in a much more comfortable place. So, yeah. alhamdulillah, like for in my instance, I am at a very uh, good place at the moment when it comes to my faith, and I feel like it's led me 
um, to open my eyes on different things and aspects. Um, and so I just encourage you all also to have kind of an open mind, open heart, and see where life takes you. Exactly. And like like Saleh said, for example, he's still on, he's, he has found this comfortable place that he's in, whereas I'm uh, still on the journey, and I, I, I feel like I still have a long way to go. So I think, like Saleh said, is we're all on this journey, and we're all... Um, going through this adventure and don't feel like you have to get there as soon as possible or you have to get there um, the, the quickest out of uh, the rest of the people around you. Take your time and really try to understand and um, appreciate your your faith and your relationship. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I found this conversation very um, enlightening and uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But as always, we want this to be a two-way conversation. So um, first of all, thank you guys who have been listening uh, to our episodes. We really appreciate it and we really appreciate the, f- uh, appreciate the feedback. So please continue to do so. Um, and there's a few ways you can reach out to us. Uh, you can either email us on our email, which is letsallscream.podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook at let's all scream thank you guys for listening please tune in next week for our next episode and we look forward to having you thanks guys thank you everyone see you soon bye Bye.